Ladies and gentlemen, this I interrupt this introduction to the Issues program to celebrate a country that we left 50 billion fucking years ago having a kid. Two of the fucking most arrogant assholes on the planet had a baby and we're all going fucking crazy. Oh yeah, oh god, it's a royal baby. This baby is going to be king and have sex with some unassuming intern at some point in time later in its life. Do I really give a shit? If there was a video game that I could, like Grand Theft Royal Baby, where I could just beat the shit out of this royal baby over and over again for no apparent reason, I would. God damn it, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Is it always been like this? Are we so obsessed with this royal culture? Why don't we just get a king here? Do we go fucking ape shit when the when the Shah of Iran has a kid or something? I don't know. This is just fucking ridiculous. It's we stop this regular scheduled program. I'm in a sports bar with a couple of good friends. One of them might be checking the show out. Billy Nichols, Quicksilver from the present founder of Structure Gaming, which hosts my one versus one show with with uh, John C. Riley from Jace Down Studios. And I was with John and Billy in a bar, in a sports bar, where it seemed like a sports bar. There was a bunch of guys in there drinking and talking about sports. I ended up talking to one of talking to two of them at great length about steroids and a lot of other stuff. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of our uh, John and Billy were eating something, having a having a little bit of a dinner or a lunch, a late lunch. And they come out, they're like, which one of these televisions do you mind if we change? And this is the people that work there. So we're like, no, 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 change the television. We don't care. But this one, change this one. We don't really give a shit about numbers don't lie. I don't, why do I care what Marcellus Wally has to say? I hate him as a player. I hate him now. Oh, and they throw in fucking Max Kellerman there. Great. I was done with Max Kellerman when he left, when he left around the horn to go, you know, compete against ESPN. Good fucking luck with that. Remember that period of time when ESPN wasn't quite on top? I mean, they were just kind of getting their feet and everyone, in the similar way that everyone's coming out with, you know, like a company now to give reviews of video games or do something like that. You know, you have the real people doing it. Land of Ash, Structure Gaming, you know, the people that really care about it, that feel it in their blood. But then every Tom, Dick, and asshole Harry's coming out to be a, uh, to be a video game or a media consultant. You know, they all watch the news. They all know what the fuck to say. Shut the fuck. You don't know what the fuck you're saying. And this continues. And it was the same thing in the late 90s, early 2000s with sports shows and things like that. It seemed that everybody wanted to be the next ESPN. You had, you had every station trying to, trying to, you know, become that next, that next big sports station, that next sports network, and, and make it more fun, you know, make sports coverage more fun. Fox News did this whole big thing, I remember, and and they lured some of the people away from ESPN that had market share of ESPN at that time. I remember they lured Keith, Keith Oberman away. I remember him and Dan Patrick had a great thing going as the Sports Center anchors at the time. And then uh, Oberman went over to MSNBC to be like a sports news guy, whatever the fuck that's worth. Yeah, 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 it's that kind of morning. Well, well, oh, first of all, I should say welcome. Welcome to the Issues Program. I am Phil, the Issues Guy. If any of you, and we did have a call this morning during our intro, I'm going to play that voice message right now. We had our first conversation, our first call of the day. Let's see, get in, get in here, open it up. Let's see, we have a 27-second 27, 27 message from one of our listeners. Let's see who, who wants to say hi. Hello, dear young American. My name is George W. Bush. Today, I would like to talk to you about One versus One exclusively on Structure Gaming. One versus One is a show that features Phil, the issues guy, and John Cosplay Riley from Jason M Studios, and it's great. I watch it while eating HDs, sort of hot dogs. <laughs> Stay tuned. And also, shout out to that guy, Quicksilver, from Structure Gaming. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you, George W. Bush. One of, uh, the, one of my... Uh, one of one of the former presidents of the United States talking about one versus one with myself and John C. Riley. It's a great little show. Great little show. I I have to admit, in the last year, things have really started to, from a artistic or from a media standpoint, have really started to go my way in ways that I that I really enjoy what's going on right now. I'm I'm very very lucky, I should say. You know, this show started off on Salem State WMWM radio, and we were brought in. 
by uh, King Baby Duck from the Boston Bastard Brigade, Melinda Vesh. And he encouraged me to get on the air. So if you, any of you are highly annoyed by me or like, what the fuck is this guy doing on the air talking? We don't want to listen to anything he has to say because he's annoying. If you're one of those people, you can send your hate mail to Evan King Baby Duck. <laughs> Please check that out. It's his fault. I mean, I was always somebody that did public access television and things like that, but getting on the radio or just talking behind a mic was something that I just did by myself, you know, to keep myself entertaining or entertain my cats. But King suggested it. He encouraged me. And then for a couple of years after that, I was in sort of a state of disarray. I almost went on this other radio station that I would have needed to sell advertising time for. And for, for a Jew, I'm not good with money when it comes down to it. I mean... I think that's an unhealthy stereotype because it makes people like me who are horrible with money seem like a really bad Jew. So <laughs> so I have trouble coordinating those things. Even with my job now, which is some element of entertainment. I don't want to get into what I do, but I do entertain. And it's hard for me to cross that line from entertainment into the money thing. You know, I, sometimes I feel like I'm stealing from these people because what I do for a job is so enjoyable to my to me, and I have so much fun doing it and laugh so much or enjoy the process. It's, it's, it's time-consuming, and it's emotionally exhausting, but I do feel somewhat sometimes being like, eh, okay, I'll take your money. Oh, do you want me to give me free beer, too? I'll take free beer, too. I don't care. Go. Give it to me. Put it in the backseat. Put it in the trunk. So for a while there, it was really tough. Uh, I didn't have the proper radio equipment to go on. Uh, occasionally, John and I would get on and do something called Brunch for Dicks, where we'd connect with some really awful audio and, and talk. But, but thanks to the funding of Steph NEZ, uh, we were able to build this mini, oh, this mini penis, no, this mini uh, issues studio, whatever you want to call it, and able to come on the air. And throughout the last couple of years, it's been a process, but I obviously in the last, this will be my 18th show as part of uh, ESH, and I'm really excited to be bringing you the Issues program courtesy of them, writing some reviews, and getting all my media credentials and all that stuff taken care of. I appreciate everyone that's been checking out the website, and I encourage you more. Check out issuesprogram.com. Uh, John and I are putting out some news stories. We're not quite on top of the news stories. It's tough when you're broke-ass sons of bitches and you're not organized in the whole mix yet, so we're not getting any sort of review copies of anything to actually review. But So we're having to go on our own money. I'm just finishing up a review of Animal Crossing that will be up soon, and John just put up a, a review of uh, a revisited game of Saints Row 4. So, so please check out that and some old revo reviews of Retro City Rampage, a horrible Jeopardy game for the Wii U. And I will be reviewing all the new Wii U games that are coming out pretty soon and uh, in the next year and 3DS as well. So blah, 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 blah. And then the last couple of months, I've had even the... Another awesome opportunity with John starting the One Versus One over there at Jace Down Studios and Jace Down's partnership with Structure Gaming and allowing me to be on, you know, two of, I'd say a year ago, two organizations that I checked out and enjoyed their reviews and the content that they brought, brought uh, you know, six months ago or so, uh, Structure Gaming and Land of Esh, uh, two groups that I really loved. Lo you know, and, and now I'm a part of both of them, and I'm really excited. And I'm really excited for PAX East this coming year, being a part of everything. Going to, uh, going to Anime Boston with King Baby Duck was really amazing experience. And I know I'm just blabbering and blabbering and blabbering when I started to get on a point about the royal bullshit. So I'll get back to that royal bullshit. So, so my point is, I'm enjoying a day hanging out with Quicksilver and John C. Riley, And we're in a bar, sports bar. And... Everybody in the guys in the sports bar, the guy, yo guys, I just, I've been listening to Woody Allen stand up, so I guess I'm stuck with the Woody Allen voice. Yeah, guys, oh guys, oh boys, oh boys, oh boys, oh boys, oh guys, oh but oh boys. Hey Phil, what you doing? Ah, who are you? Oui, 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 I am French Hulk, I have not been around for a while. I've been angry watching the Avengers movie. I do not like this Ruffalo, Raffaez, blah, 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 who is this guy that plays me? Ah, oui, oui. He is not French. Mm. <laughs> oh, I like the Edward Norton. He was good in the Fight Club. He make me seem like a and I am angry. 
Uh, uh, Phil, what are you doing letting this son of a bitch in here again? You said you'd be no doing no more, French hell. Wee oui, wee, oui, you cannot stop me. Phil cannot stop me either. Issues guy has no heart. No fucking heart, you bitch. You stupid bitch. Hey, man, don't call me a bitch. You stupid bitch. Hey, guys. This is Sheila, the voice of reason. Can you guys just get along? Hey, shut the fuck up, Sheila. Oh, God. George Bush, what do you have to say again? George Bush. Hello, dear young Americans. My name is George W. Bush. Thank you, George W. Bush. We appreciate you being here today. It's a very, very happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. So, yeah. So, I'm sitting in this goddamn bar, drinking my goddamn beer, trying to watch some goddamn sports. And they turn on the royal fucking baby birth crap. Everyone's like, ah, it's a baby, it's a baby. High five, slap you on your dick. High five, awesome baby shit, amazing. Fucking great stuff of fucking gaga. <laughs> and it was, um, it was really awesome. What am I doing? I'm replying to something. I am replying to something. That motherfucker. You know, I never... <laughs> I never, you know, I never learned how to walk and chew gum at the same time. When I, I kind of wish I did. I kind of wish I learned how to multitask like that because whenever I go to a keyboard to try to type something or I try to do multiple things at once, it just doesn't work out. I am just a clusterfuck of uncoordinated mess. Anybody who did go to school or elementary school or junior high school, especially elementary school or preschool with me, can attest to that. We've had we have a uh, big daddy Kane on the show sometimes, and we also have a couple of other of my friends from uh, from the past, and they can attest to my clumsitude, my silly clumsitude habits. Speaking of bad habits, oh, of course I just closed down the uh, closed down the the tab I was just about to read. It it is that kind of morning that I am closing out tabs. I am taking tabs of acid. I am putting tabs into my mouth and taking them. Yes, that is what I'm doing. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think that's the best way to deal with things. Serious facts. That's where I want to go. The top five worst habits. Now, the number one, ba- let's see if I subscribe to all five of these bad habits, because I think I do. Do I gossip? It's not an unrelatable source of information, but could lead to some really unfortunate turn of events. The subject of normally unwanted attention. Yeah, I'm a gossip. Spitting in public. I constantly spit in public. Fuck that. I try to spit down sewers. I, I make the attempt. I'm, I, you know, I'm not an animal. I'm a polite individual in this society. But come on. Spitting on the street, everybody does it. Everybody does it. Cursing. Fucking A, right? I do. Excuse my fucking language. I'm sorry. I know I'm fucking gonna take a certain element of the fucking population that's gonna fucking turn me off right when they goddamn motherfucking shit-ass stain bitch fuck shit cunt douche stain love hear my bad language i'm i'm you're gonna have to deal that's who i am i don't go out of my way just to well i just did but usually i don't go out of my way to just throw in a bad fucking word just for the hell of it but it is my transitional way i talk does that mean i can't turn that shit off i can turn that shit off I'm fucking G-rated, baby. <laughs> Lecturing. When you want to preach. Oh, listen, guys. I Anyone who's interested in this royal wedding shit's a piece of shit. I, do, I don't care. I don't care who you are, what you got. I don't care who you are, what you got. You got a whole lot of motherfucking nerve. Anybody, hey, hey, and no man ever with me. No one that tell me what I do. Okay. Okay. And number five. This is the only one I really agree with. I think this is horrible. Not washing your hands. Or I hate to uh, steal a joke. I forget who I'm stealing this joke from. It may be from Seinfeld. It might be from somebody else. Uh, it was something about the worst thing in the world is when you're in the bathroom and someone doesn't wash their hands. But what's even worse than that is when they don't fake it, when they don't make you think like they wash their hands, when they just go, go into the bathroom. You know, you're, you're having a multiple bathroom experience. Multiple bathroom experience. It's like a weird orgasm. Uh <laughs> Well, I mean, we live in a day and age. It used to be that just chicks went to the bathroom together, but guys, the bathroom is more of an interactive experience than women. I, I mean, I don't know that. I mean, I've dressed like a woman before and gone into women's bathrooms, but, but for the most part, 
women do talk and interact in the bathroom, but but guys, because of the nature of the way the urinals are set, you see almost everything. And then the way the stalls are, you can see who's coming in out of the stalls usually in a bathroom. So you're fully aware more as a man, at least from my perspective, of who doesn't wash their hands. Plus, women, I think, by nature, always go to the mirror or the or or the sink before they go back out just to kind of check the way they look to fix themselves back up and stuff. Guys, you know, in some ways just kind of throw shit on and, and go out there and stuff. So it's so it is interesting to think that I wonder if men or women wash their hands more when they're in the bathroom. If I was to guess, I would guess women wash their hands more than men. But my point was that that at least fake it. Yeah, I'm stealing someone's joke. I don't care. I steal them all the time. It, fake it. Make me think like you're washing your hands. Turn it on. Run your hands under there. Fake go to the blower thing. But really, what's the fucking problem? Why do people not want to wash their hands after they go to the bath? I don't get that. I mean, I tend to wash my hands before I go to the bathroom and after I go to the bathroom. Especially if I poop. <laughs> that being said, that being that being said, everything I said is bullshit. What I'm about to say matters. But but that being said, no one ever questions anybody. This is more of a guy thing as well. No one ever questions men about peeing outside about not washing their hands. That there's been plenty of situations where where I and, I, and I've been in them. That it, it happen it happens quite an quite often. It's uh, that. That some that guys go outside and go piss, and then they come back to a group of friends, and someone passes them a joint, or they pick up food from the campout thing that they're camping out. But no one ever questions anybody washing their hands there. They don't force upon handy wipes on them, do they? They should. They should. The woods, they should just set up handy wipe stains. Stain, stains. Yeah, stains. They should set up handy wipe stains. So we are in this said bar we'll call it we'll call this bar bar we were in the bar and uh finishing up the drinks and yeah they they put the royal wedding crap up on the screen it's like hey, everybody the royal wedding everybody we have a wedding we have a baby it's a boy there will be a king <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, down in Brooklyn Lane, down back in, oh, 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 we'll say our uh, London, England, yee-haw, oh, we like to have sex with our sisters and the brothers and the cousins, yee-haw, oh, there's so much incest in this family, you cannot even deal with it, yee-haw, yee-haw, we have no power in the system, but for some reason we're still fucking important to people, yee-haw, I think it's because we're in a naked gun movie, yippee, 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 yahoo-hoo. And I know what some of you might be thinking out there. You're thinking, well, in this country, people go crazy about, like, all kinds of babies. When stars have babies, when people have, you know, it's like mad bullshit, crazy, blah, blah, blah. But that's because, now, I know a lot of people are sort of anti these days about the obsession that people have with celebrities. And it is getting a little carried away. But, I mean, it's not so carried away that it is so much worse than it was in the past. I think certain elements are, but that's a different issue altogether. My point is that... That every, at least most of these people are famous for a talent. You know, if if an actor, if Matthew McConaughey has a kid, <laughs> we a lot of us like Magic Mike, like Dazed and Confused, like a lot of his roles, like like him as an actor, as a personality or something, and and there it is. I guess some could argue to me that that that's what the that's what the royal family is in England. They are celebrities. They're not anything more than that. So the celebrity surrealness of it really, really takes off. And but to me, all the biggest you can all you can take any foundation of a problem in the media or in our society and take it to one specific story. I think the whole Princess Diana, Princess Diana in general, and her way of mediaizing I'm, there's a word for it but really using the world circuit as her springboard for international fame not just for being you know married to prince charles for something bigger than that you know for being a celebrity for being a face for being jackie o and not the vice president uh not the vice president not the first lady you know being jackie o of the wor- of the world and I wasn't alive, and I don't know enough information about Jackie O to know if she had international appeal the way she did in this country when she was first lady. Uh, but 
it seems to me that this is that's the foundation point for this obsession we have with the royal family. In the same sense that I can say that that the Clinton inc- incident is the is the modern day foundation for that unsaid wall between media and the president, a level of moderate respect that would have held towards the office. And yeah, I'm not somebody that says we should drink all the Kool-Aid that's fed to us. Some of it might have acid in it and you'll have a bad trip. And I don't want that to happen to any of my listeners. It's horrible. Trust me, that shit's horrible. But you need, you'll need to figure it out. Uh, do, 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 I'm sorry. I'm reading, I'm reading news stories and I'm reading, reading people's comments on what I'm saying. I understand that you, I understand that you like the whole royal wedding thing. You know, you're, you're into it. Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily begrudge you that kind of interest. It's not for me to tell you what you're interested in. What, what I guess I'm arguing about is if, the information was just in there and it was like a passing story on the news and you decided to tune into BBC News to get more details about the royal situation and get all obsessed with it and stuff. I get that. What I don't get is the United States' media's choice to lead with that and have that be the biggest story in the world right now. I don't see that. England doesn't have enough power. The royal family doesn't have enough power. It's not relevant to me at all, especially when... What seems to be happening is we have serious news stories that really should be talked about. They get talked about for one day, and then it's they got to go on to the next thing because people are bored. They need the next thing, and it used to not be like that. If something is of importance enough, we need to learn as a country through our media. That's the purpose of it. It isn't just to sensationalize things and make it freaking quick flash entertaining. I blame Big Bang Theory. I really do. (laughs) No, but we live in this, like, troll society where it's like you need the information up there so the trolls can go to work. Yeah, trolls, I hate you. You hate me. It's a good family. We have a good fucking happy family together, you bitches. (laughs) Hate on me all you want. That's fine. I, I love to be hated. I do. I'm kidding. I don't love to be hated. I'm the most insecure human being in the world. I need love. I need lots of love. Oh, okay. Let's go through a couple of quick video game stories. Microsoft reverses Xbox One indie Xbox One. Xbox's One's indie publishing requirements. Now, Microsoft conforms self-publishing for independent titles will be available on Xbox One. So, to steal a line from the DCD, it seems like it seems like Xbox is just going back on everything that they said initially because of the bad PR. And uh, next, his joke was, next thing you know, they'll be calling it the Xbox Infinity or something. Instead, they'll trade the one thing because that's the last piece of information that people haven't really liked and they've, they haven't changed. But I guess this is, I'm not calling the, D, I, like, I love the DCD. And he's a funny ass bastard and says a lot of really funny stuff. And I'm not specifically talking about him. I just think, This isn't necessarily a bad thing. If a company makes mistakes and then turns it around and goes back, then let's not fucking, I mean, we can make them, we can make the ride a little shitty, but at a certain point you have to say, wow, you know, way to listen to the feedback, negative feedback you're getting from the people that are your consumers. And I appreciate that. I appreciate when a company decides to do that, you know, and I appreciate also people needing to make punchlines and I'm not talking specifically about him at all. At all, because he said positive things. He just likes to make make jokes. I'm talking more about, uh, more about the the Wall Street Journal or Forbes magazine or all these friggin' idiots that are just using the video game industry as the new grunge, you know, like, and it's like the video game and media or comic book culture is the new grunge or the new Puff Daddy or the new whatever, the movie singles, you know, here it is. And they're all like, oh, bloody murder. You know, they all need shit to write about every day. So they're creating all these fucking stupid bullshit. And it's like, let's keep bashing. Oh, they, they lost out on either. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter. This this whole industry is a working phenomenon. And when it comes down to it, from my interest as a consumer, someone that's bought multiple systems of every franchise since the Atari, you know, I am a lifetime video game fan. I will be 90 years old if, God willing, I make it. And and be sitting in a nursing home playing the latest Nintendo system. 
I, I will. I, I or implanted into my brain to play video games constantly. It, I mean, I'm a lifetime. I am the consumer, and I appreciate it. You know, and I won't know. I'll play both systems. I'll go check it out. Check out the games for both systems, both specs. I'll go to other people's houses that I know that have them and play them and check them out. And then I will make my decision on which one I will get. The only company, again, that I will buy straight out of the box systems because I know that I will like their first party games whenever they come out is Nintendo. I've not been disappointed yet. And I'm not disappointed in my Wii U, no matter how many people want me or not want that want everybody to be disappointed. And every, every single person that got a Wii U is supposed to be disappointed right now. And I'm not. I'm slightly miffed about the game situation, but I use my Wii U on a daily basis to play some VC games, to play... I, I still go back to Nintendo Land and, and enjoy those games and play and play and rent games through Gamefly, some of the lesser titles I would never buy. And I have enough hope and desire in New Mario and Zelda and Metroid and Kid Icarus and Punch-Out and, and Pikmin that's coming out weeks from now and hopefully brand new Nintendo franchises I might be missing a couple that I just did Kirby and Yoshi and Wario and you know the the Mario sports games like I enjoy all of those games and I I personally cannot fucking wait for all those things to come out and I am I am sticking I am sticking with Nintendo and to 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 have some of the best games of this coming generation yeah I said it two tears in a bucket Fuck it. So yeah, blah, 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 blah. Ace Attorney uh, DLC is coming. Uh, Borderlands 2 Season Pass, not happening. Microsoft capping Xbox One's achievement updates. Nintendo Online developers say in-game merch for cancer research, which is really good. Um, da, 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 da. Nothing else that catches my eye in the video game world for this week. A lot of repetition for the last couple of weeks, as I would, and that's kind of what I'm saying. It's just we're going in the same circle. Oh, you know, play freaking uh, Sony's kicking ass, Sony's kicking ass. Microsoft fucked up in their presentation, fucked up in this, fucked up. They're, they're turning it around, but now they're, now they're uh, flip floppers, flip floppers, fuck flip floppers, flip floppers. Yeah, how did that work out with Bush? Fuck flip flop, uh, fuck flip flopping be a bad thing. Making a decision, then having someone inform you about the decision and changing your opinion is not flip-flopping. It is making a critical decision within with the information provided to you. And that's one of those things that I try to always do. And I think we another thing we live in the, live in the society. I mentioned last week in my drug-filled show about a friend of mine when we were talking about political issues, mentioning that mentioning that what you know, what do you believe in this, 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 and then saying, wait a minute, you're, you're all over the place. You're, you're, you're conservative on that one. You're democratic on this one. You're Republican. Like, what, like, what's up with that? And I go, I make every decision uniquely. I look at every decision individually, and then I make my decision based on how I feel about it. And that's how I, that's how I figure out what, depending on the issue, what I want to vote for or lean towards support. And this person's like, well, well, you're, you're not a Democrat or Republican. And I go, no, no, I'm, I'm registered independent. And he goes, fucking, fucking cop out. Pick a fucking side. Huh? Pick a side. I'm like, pick a side? You mean so I just, you know, don't even think about what the specific issue is and I just go with team? You know, go with green. You know, fuck that. You know, like, I think that kind of philosophy gets us into this mob mentality instead of having individual thought. And I think individual thought is always better than a mob mentality. Yeah, if you organize a bunch of people that have the same kinds of opinions, you can make great change and make great things happen. Hence why bands start, why companies start that succeed and flourish, whether they have financial or money success. I mean, just within working together. Excuse me. If you have those, if you have that great setup, that great chemistry, you can create things, you can do things together. Because you have like-minded. And, and, and the same thing can work with political thought patterns and stuff like that. If a bunch of people believe in legalization of marijuana, they can all band together and work together and get it, make it happen. But if you think all those people are Democrats or all those people are Republicans, you're off your fucking rocker. You've got to look at each... I, I don't preach a lot of political shit here, but, I, but I'll preach this. Critical thinking is key. Don't. It's being lazy. It, I didn't get into a whole fight with this guy because... It, he's irrational. Once he said that, you know he's irrational, and I know there's no point in wasting my energy trying to talk to them. 
So let me tell you this. That's fucking lazy. If you make your decision based on your political party, you say, I'm a Democrat. I agree with every Democrat belief because I'm a Democrat. You're lazy. Look at the issue individually and tell yourself inside yourself, what do you feel? It's like, oh, someone that says, oh, I disagree with that kind of lifestyle choice or behavior because it's against the church. Well, what do you think? I don't really think anything's wrong with that, but, I, but it's against the church, so I'm against it. No. No, 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 no. And I'm not going to bash the church. I'll amen to anyone who can find solace in religion. I, I envy you in some ways. But to use that as a way to destroy your own opinions or use it as the scapegoat for your or scapegoat to, to rationalize to people in a public setting why you believe a certain way because you can't take ownership of your actions. So either way on that, go that, that gets the issues program. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself down a fucking trash chute, lazy bitch. <laughs> lazy bitch. <laughs> what was that sound effect? Or Sorry, I'm freaking lighting a cigarette. Fucking A. Fucking A lighting a cigarette. Lighting a cigarette. No more cigarettes. No ratchet. No more cigarettes. <laughs> so, yeah. Individual. Make your decisions. Blah, 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 blah. And that's what it comes down to. I do have some party affiliation with Nintendo. Yes, that's right, folks. Nintendo. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. That's some horrible synthetic, synthetic design. Yay! Okay, let's get it into into some news. It's about that time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's some issues news time. Oh god. Oh god, it's that time of day. It's time. I didn't really get into this stuff last week because I was too drunk. <laughs> no, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't on alcohol. I was on the pills. You need, if you're curious about any of uh, that shit, listen to last week's show. But trust me, guys. Listen to it with a grain of salt. Because <laughs> I, was, I, was uh, I was on some serious, serious painkillers, dear. Some serious painkillers and some antibiotics. And I know some people are like, antibiotics. Antibiotics fuck me up. They mess me up. They make me all bleh, 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 bleh. And as my drummer quite very wittily pointed out, I'm also in the summertime. I work a lot more in the summertime. I actually work like everybody else in the summer and work quite often. And I want to mention this before I get into the news. That issues program over the summer, I am just basically... As you can see, I'm going at a lot of different times of day when I, when I can, getting on the air, kind of pulling in, not really going through my news as much as I like to beforehand, reading it off a computer screen instead of a piece of paper. A lot of little little tweaks, and I'm not doing segments. I'm having more people on. I've had some people over in the summer. But over the next couple of weeks, especially once we get into August, I'm going to be on as much as I can. I might miss a few weeks in between there. But what I'm not going to miss, and it might, and it will be serving as part of the show, is we, my weekly Breaking Bad post-episode podcast. So basically what's going to happen is I am going to record the post-episode podcast of Breaking Bad live. Depending on how it goes, it may go, I'm intending it on going for about 30 minutes. And I'm going to be posting those to YouTube on the Issues Program page uh, as like Google Hangouts, I think I'm going to experiment with and see how that works out. And, uh, and But I'm also going to be recording the audio, and I will use elements of that some weeks into the recorded the Issues Program podcast on the website. So I'll be doing shorter news story episodes, and then I will use... See, They'll be connected, so a lot of the shows will be have elements of the Breaking Bad podcast, especially if it goes well. It may be one of those things I do once, and I realize that I don't have enough to say about the episode or Breaking Bad to carry through. I mean, I do. I've been doing a lot of studying. I've been rewatching the series, reading a lot of information to make myself as much of an expert with the series as I could. It's hard. I mean, my Star Trek expertise has happened over the course of many years. Same with, like, The Sopranos and 
uh, many other television programs that I could get into, I could just start listing right now, that I have a sort of understanding about. In fact, recently, we went through, was trying to go through a list of all the television programs I've seen fully. And I'm going to go through the list quickly here. Uh, both 90210s. Yeah, I started with those. DS9, My So-Called Life, Dawson's Creek, Freaks with Geeks, Undeclared, How I Met Your Mother, The Sopranos, Frasier, Cheers, Lost, 24, Gossip Girl, uh, Kitchen Nightmares UK, Kitchen Nightmares USA, Bra uh, MasterChef, uh, forgetting all the Gordon Ramsay fucking shows, Heroes, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek Enterprise, Sex in the City, Entourage, uh, Survivor, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, The Walking Dead, Raising Hope, Glee, Game of Thrones, uh, friggin' the Hell, I said Hell's Kitchen already, uh, Prison Break, Weeds, Quantum Leap, Justice League, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, friggin' there's more I haven't, I'm just, I'm still working on the list, so there's even more that I'm gonna add to this, those are all TV shows that I've seen at least once and, and working in probably in most cases at least twice. There's a couple other shows I've only seen once. But for the most part, most of those, for the most part, most, that's a lot of most. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen a great deal of those shows uh, multiple times. So I'm a, somewhat of an expert on, on television shows and a trivia, silly trivia expert when it comes to certain television shows and movies. More, similar to the way my uh, cousins Craig and Alan are with music. And I do hope to get Craig and Allen on again to to settle the Rock and Roll Jeopardy episode and have a complete Rock and Roll Jeopardy episode with them and Mr. Matt Cain and and have them all competing together. I'm going to talk to uh, John from Jstown Studios and see if we can figure out a green screen solution to this and do a big production of a uh, Rock and Roll Jeopardy episode over there at Jstown Studios for the Issues Program. I'll uh, I can I'm going to be talking to John about that soon, so I'll give you guys a post up about that. Next time, next week on the Issues Program. But, so I've been familiarizing myself with Breaking Bad a little bit more and uh, watching some interviews with the characters and trying to get a little bit more into their heads and such. So, here we go. Let's get into some Issues Program news. Bum, 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 bum. Now, Finn Hudson, who we talked about, passed away. It's going to be a little bit of Finn. In Disneyland. Now, he got, it, he got burned, the ashes here, and he's going to be sprinkled all around Disney World, that, which was one of his wishes in his will. Now, if I didn't like Finn Hudson even more, I like, if I didn't like Finn Hudson before, I like him even more now. You're going to be missed, Corey. You know, fucking, at least you, had, at least you got to have some fun in your life and enjoy yourself, and I'm sorry that you had to go, go, go young. I am a fan, I, and yeah, sorry sucks. A new study says that the average American bra size has grown exponentially. 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 Is that a word? In the last 40 years. The, from sizes 34B in 1983 to a whopping 34 double D today. The consumer survey by National Andre Realtors Intimacy says that the demand for larger bra size comes from better customer service and a heightened awareness about the importance of bra fits. Yeah, do you think it also has a little something to do with plastic surgery? Just a little. Now, the New York Post says O.J. Simpson could show up on Charlie Sheen's show, Anger Management. Now, uh, really? Should the former football jock be let out of prison early? Uh, uh, Charlie Sheen says he would love to have him on the show. Juicy promoter tells the tabloid OJ would play a thinly veiled version of himself, a famous con who's pissed off about being in unjustly incarcerated. Now, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> I'm not talking about the first OJ case, but the second OJ case, yeah, he was set up a little bit, but they got about freaking audio tape threatening these people. Yeah, it seemed like a little bit of a setup, but he was guilty. And I don't know about this. I don't know about OJ coming back to TV. It's a scary thing. I mean, he might kill the audience. <sighs> Literally. Now, cops in Seattle spotted a 29-year-old man wearing motorcycle gloves and rolling down the street in an office chair. The unidentified weirdo was holding a set of drumsticks and had a hubcap tied to his arm, was wearing several scarves. Police say he also had a concealed weapon. 
a long, a foot long crossbar, crossbar, crowbar, crossbar. What's a crossbar? What is a crossbar? Is that do, I, do we have any clue what a crossbar is? I don't know. I think you just fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. When police tried to question him, he yelled that he was late for a gig. Then allegedly he spit on him as he tried to make his getaway on a, on a bicycle. Now he fell out of the ch oh, in a chair. Excuse me, a chair. He was taken to the hospital for mental observation. Now, what's interesting to say was he claimed he was just doing performance art. Yeah, I guess that could be performance art. Now, cloud-based Koopa software makes programs to help business accountants for employees' spending. So, in the 90s and the early 2000s, there was a lot of people using companies' uh, companies' expense accounts for their own personal gain, and it caused a lot of problems. And companies were losing a lot of money and not getting right receipts. So, this is an interesting way of couching that. The Beatles opened on Broadway last night. Well, sort of a concert called Let It Be comes directly from a very successful run in London's West End. The show has been in previews, but tonight, the, the big night at the St. James Theatre, a bunch of actors and musicians play the Fab Four at various points in their career. And naturally, the songs speak for themselves. The limited engagement ends on December 29th. Uh, now, it's interesting that all these musical things are turning into the all these bands and band shows or albums and stuff are turning into musicals. I don't know how exactly I feel about it. I think some are more meant for stage. I can see how it would transition well. I see why they're doing Pink Floyd The Wall. I see why they, you know, Tommy, obviously. But certain things, I just think it's being force-fed in because people have a lack of ideas for new musicals and they're, they're needing to fill these Broadway houses somehow. So I think it's I think it's somewhat a lack of being creative, but whatever. Off a pair of high school sweethearts in England finally tied the knot 70 years later. An elderly couple was separated during World War II, and then they found each other again. Oh, beautiful. Now, Milwaukee, Oregon's uh, Gene Keaton disappeared in 1998 while awaiting a trial for a fatal DUI crash. Turns out that Jane... Jean fled to Canada and might still be living there in freedom had she not gone into a bar several years earlier. Jean is now residing in Oregon Lynn County Jail, once again awaiting her trial. So she went into a bar recently and started bragging about getting away from it, and someone turned her in. You're not in, like, some country that hates America. You're not in some hidden country over there in the middle of uh, southeastern Europe. You know, you're in Canada. They can come up and get you very easy, you idiot. Now, Melanie Walker was home with her five-year-old grandson when three punks barged in and demanded cash in her television. They're like, give me the TV, motherfucker. Since Walker couldn't see the gun they claimed to have, she picked up her Guitar Hero video game controller and began whacking the shit out of them before pushing the ruffians down the stairs. Eventually, the trio fled empty-handed and didn't help that their street, their, their street cred when Melinda later told the reporters, I may not be a strong woman, I may not be a well woman, but you motherfuckers ain't getting my shit. That's the best story of the week. No one ever accused teen mom porn. Uh, forget that one. <laughs> forget that one. Me In 2006, Mel Gibson's very famous anti-Semitic raid tirade during, during when he got uh, picked up for DUI in Malibu. I remember that day. I was a huge Mel Gibson fan before. I still think he makes great movies. And I still enjoy some of his movies of the past. But it's hard for me to not just laugh my ass off <laughs> when I see, uh, oh, God, Mel Gibson. Mel, you Jew-hating son of a bitch. I fucking, you know, I have, I have to jump on the bandwagon. I do. This, this shit will not stand. Uh, so yeah, a woman in Ohio who ran a business providing illegal immigrants with fake IDs will be spending the next three Christmases in jail over the next five years. Aw, poor, poor woman. <laughs> it must suck. That must be one of the most horrible things. Like if you've never, if you've never been in jail. Oh, you want me to play it? You want me to play it? I already played it once, but I'll play it again. We have another message. We have another message. Let's play the message we got from our former president of the United States, George Bush, one more time in case he's listening right now. But, yo, I played it. 
Freedom Americans. My name is George W. Bush. Today, I would like to talk to you about One Versus One exclusively on Structure Gaming. One Versus One is a show that features Phil the Issues Guy and John Cosplay Riley from Chase Down Studios, and it's great. I watch it while eating HDs to the whole hot dogs. Stay tuned. And also, shout out to that guy, Quicksilver, from Structure Gaming. Thank you very much. Then that is a great message from George W. Bush, our 42nd president of the United States. God bless you, Bush. You know, I like you a lot better now. You know, the, the most famous, the, the most celebrated person in the world is the ex-president. He's like the backup quarterback of our society. Oh, yeah, George Bush, George Bush, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad. This, this Barack Obama's turning us into a uh, communist state. Fucking communism. It's all about communism these days. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but thank you, George W. Bush. And yes, I love those guys over there at the uh, One Versus One. I love that John Cosplay Riley. And that Quicksilver is a good motherfucker. Good guy. <laughs> so here we go. Here we go. Let's, let's finish this shit. Let's finish these news motherfuckers. Let's finish these stories. Got a couple more things to talk about. Now, yeah, we know about, a lot of people heard about the plane crashing in Spain. We're not going to talk about that. Really sad, sad news. Uh, yep, a woman's in jail. Noah, the uh, star Dennis Ferreira has died. He's best known for being John Fontana on Law & Order. But what I really know him for, or I mean, is Midnight Run. He just is amazing in Midnight Run as... Uh, I forget his character's name. I'm blanking on it, but he's the head mafia boss that's going after Charles Grodin's character, and uh, he's also the one that uh, fucked up Robert De Niro's life as well, and uh, you know made his made his wife leave him, and you know whole bunch of shit. And he it's just one it's one of his it's a very, it's a perfect role. It's it's if if anybody has not seen Midnight Run, I highly suggest checking out that movie. It is one of the Oh God, I'm blanking on the blanking on the name. Let me let me try to get this. I'm fucking I'm fucking blanking on this guy. Sarzo. Oh God, fucking. I'm just gonna type it in because because if I don't say it, if I don't do it, it'll piss me off. Midnight run. Midnight run. It would just piss me off if I don't know this character's name. And I'm just gonna just Salazar is that his name or something? Something else. Serrano, Jimmy Serrano. He plays a character. He plays the character named Jimmy Serrano, and I think I honestly think that is this guy's. That is Dennis Ferreira's best character, and and I just think I just think he's amazing. And and here we go. We're gonna listen to in honor of Jimmy Serrano. We're gonna listen to the uh, YouTube video that says the best of Jimmy Serrano. Be prepared for an ad. Be prepared for a commercial. And here it is. Turning down the volume. I will not, I will not allow you, YouTube, to advertise commercials of the Issues program here on Land of Esh. It will not happen. Not today. Not this day. <laughs> so here we go. Here's the best of Jimmy Serrano. Enjoy. Is this moron number one? Put moron number two on the phone. Yeah, Jimmy, he's uh, right here. Hold on. He's pissed. Yeah. I thought you told me this guy was going to be on the plane. That's the information we got, Jimmy. That's the information we got. I'm going to tell you something. I want this guy taken out, and I want him taken out fast. You and that other dummy better start getting more personally involved in your work, or I'm going to stab you through the heart with a fucking pencil. Do you understand me? You got it, Jimmy. What are you hanging around for? Take a walk. I heard somebody picked up Mardukas in New York. It's old news, Sidney. I'm already on it. I don't have to tell you what'll happen if he becomes a government witness. I can assure you that will not be the case. Yeah, I assumed you were taking that position, but I am supposed to advise you against such acts. Sidney, relax. Have a cream soda. Everything is going to be all over within a few minutes. Sorry, Jimmy. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Say that again, Tony. It just didn't happen. I mean, there was cops all over the place. There was a million fucking feds all over. Jimmy, it was a, it was a mess. You better get off the line, Jimmy. Sydney, if they've got a tap on that line there... Sydney, they... shut your fucking mouth. Now listen to me, dummy. Do they have Mardukas in custody or not? I don't, I don't, I don't... Jimmy, I don't know. I mean, the cops are swarming all over the place. We couldn't see anything. 
Let me tell you two stupid motherfuckers something. I don't want to get another phone call like this because if I do, I'm going to get on a fucking plane and I'm going to blowtorch the both of you. Do you understand? I'm on the phone. I'm talking to Jimmy. What are you doing? I should have killed Walsh in Chicago a long time ago. Don't say a word to me, Sidney. Don't say a fucking word to me. I'll get up and I'll bury this telephone in your head. <laughs> I don't understand the problem with you two. The guy's a fucking accountant. Jimmy, it's been bad luck right down the line. Plus, this guy Walsh is pretty good. If he's that good, Tony, maybe I should hire him to hit you. I hope there's no chance of any of this coming back to Jimmy. No chance. He rented the chopper out of Kansas City. It's five times removed from you, so you clear of this. Don't worry. You clear hey, shit, hey, Jimmy. Fucking moron. The guy's still out there, ain't he? Let me tell you two guys something. I'm not interested in seeing either one of you two alive again until you get the account. You got the message? All right. This is it. Tonight is the fucking night. You understand? I'm sick of all of these screw-ups. As soon as I get the discs from Walsh, you guys drop Walsh and you drop the Duke. You understand? I get the discs, you drop them, okay? I don't think you should do this. Oh, really? What do you propose that I do? I sent somebody with a cash offer, but don't do this. I know Walsh. He won't take any money from me. He's a very self-righteous type of guy. It aggravates me. In his <laughs> mind, this is clean. He gets what he wants, I get what I want. The guy's a fucking burnout, Cindy. Hey, Jimmy, Sydney, to me, sit down, relax, have a sandwich, drink a glass of milk, do some fucking thing, will you? So I'm finally in the presence of greatness, huh? The Duke. The guy that steals money from the scum of the earth and gives it to the unfortunates of the world. I wanted to meet you face to face. Did you actually think that you were going to steal my money and get away with it? I stopped by here to tell you two things. Number one is that you're going to die tonight. Number two, I'm going to go home. Have a nice hot meal. I'm gonna find your wife. And I'm gonna kill her too. Ooh. Dun dun. You know, I was I was thinking maybe if we would have done business way back when, you wouldn't look like a guy with a fucking cup in your hand. And I'm sorry, I cut that off short, but here's a couple more here's one more I wanna play in honor of him. I'm talking about you, Ray Barboni, owning a piece of a major motion picture. How much of a piece is entirely up to you? What I'm saying is you could invest part of the 300 grand that Palmer owes you or all of it. It's entirely up to you. Where's Chili Palmer? Where's Leo DeVoe? Where's my fucking money? Ray, look at me. What? Look at me, Ray. Did you just say look at you? <laughs> look at me, Ray. I'll tell you what, Harry. Why don't you take a fucking look at this? <laughs> And have a peek at this. You know, Harry, this is the exact fucking thing I needed. A little fucking exercise after that long fucking plane ride. You got a big problem, Harry. Harry? Well, come on, Harry, don't pass out on me. Look at me, Harry. Where's my money? Where's my money? Harry, I'm gonna ask you one more time, then I gotta shoot you. You don't tell me what I wanna know. Where's my money? Your money? Who the fuck are you? I'm Ray Barboni from Miami. Well, like that's supposed to mean something to me? The man you're standing on there happens to belong to me and my partner, bro. Well, this piece of shit owes me money. Hey, get in line. Yeah, but I don't like waiting in lines. Tough shit, bro, this ain't Miami. You want something? You gotta talk to me. No, 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 no. Fuck you, fuckball. I mean, L.A. is an open city, and I don't think I have to get permission from nobody for nothing. Oh, really? Well, uh, I just closed it. Well, you must be what they call, uh, one of those quick-draw artists, you know, because the way you got your gun stuck way down in your belt like that. Well, what do you, what do you got there, huh? WAP-9? <laughs> Fucking fiat of guns, always jamming on you at the wrong time? Don't you puke on my shoes, Harry. Hey, Harry. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to take this gun and put a pill in the bro over there. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why the fuck would I shoot him? The guy's already dead. But you see, Harry, the police, they have these tests tell you whether or not a guy fired a gun. And I was never here. You understand that, Harry? I was never here. <laughs> and if you say I was, 
I'm going to come back and I'm going to throw you right out of that fucking window. All right, knock it off, Harry. We haven't got a lot of time here. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and that, that's one of my, I remember the first time I saw that scene, I just laughed my fucking ass off. And he will be missed. Let's talk about a couple other news stories before I take off for today. Uh, comedy rock act Spinal Tapper is planning a comeback in 2014. Co-founder Christopher Guest, a.k.a. guitarist Nigel Tufnell, uh, said that he and bandmate Harry Sharon, Michael McKeon, David St. Hubbins, and Derek Smalls are in the midst of talking about something for next year. I will absolutely be going to see Spinal Tap next year if they come around here. Unfortunately, Sasha Baron Cohen drops out of the Freddie, Freddie Mercury biopic movie. Uh, he said he uh, he said he decided to drop the role from his production schedule, and there's no reason why necessarily. This kind of troubles me because I was somewhat excited about this project and thought this was a perfect role for him. So I'm curious to see what happened and if the project will continue, or and if it does continue, who they will get to play the part of Freddie Mercury. Woman dies while riding a 14-story high roller coaster at Six Flags in Texas. Statement from the amusement park says an adult woman died in the park while on the Texas Giant. The ride has been closed for further investigation. Okay. Uh, Schindler's List actual is up for sale on eBay. Only four versions of the famed Schindler's List exist in the world, and one of them could be yours. Three versions of the list are currently in museums, but one has been listed on eBay, and the seller is looking for $5 million on the document before the end of July. This... Hence, agrees with my philosophy that if you put anything on eBay, there is someone that will be interested in buying it. And something like that should just be in a museum. But that's beside the point. Like, my point is, if you, if, if you could find a living unicorn and the unicorn existed and you cut the unicorn's horn off its head and sold it on eBay, you get like $15 million. Man took a bite out of a cop. A uh, Florida man. Oh, Florida man. Where is it? Where's our, where's our, where's our Florida man music? There we go. Got that freaking fly. Florida man. A Florida man. God damn it. A, a Florida man? No. I guess I guess music is not working right now, folks. I am sorry. I am sorry for that. Let me make sure that... Yeah, turn. Sorry, I just need to make sure I was still recording. For some reason, the audio is not coming through yeah but i'm not gonna waste time who gives a shit <laughs> who gives a donkey ball shit right push you over here okay now uh orlando man is facing some serious charges after he shot and bit a chunk off a cop he shot at a cop and then he bit a chunk off the cop's arm the cop pulled the guy's car over for having faulty taillights, and they smelled weed inside. The driver pulled out a gun, shot him, but it misfired. The crook decided to try to fight with the cop and ended up taking a chunk out of the officer's arm. He is now in jail. And on that, let's go to the last call. Last call. And there we go. You, do you hear the panic in my voice for a second there as I thought that none of the music was working? And I'm like, is any audio working? Is this on? Now, it was just another day at the Coalition Drum Shop in Wisconsin when a mysterious grandma who proceeded to blow everyone away with her unexpected skin-slapping prowess. And they had no idea who she was. She came in, she rocked the drums, and she left. People are looking for her. If anyone knows who she is, contact the drum store. If you haven't seen it, check out the video. All you have to need is type in Grandma Drums into Google and you'll get you'll get the video but everyone thank you this week for tuning into the issues program I'd like to thank <laughs> I'd like to thank thank all of you each individual one of you you can follow me on Twitter at I Get Issues Man search on the Facebook under <laughs> issues program search my web check out my website at issuesprogram.com I'd like to also thank Billy Quicksilver from Structure Gaming for calling in and leaving us our George Bush message. Funny shit. Thank you very much. And uh, and we'll get end the show with uh, our promo for all our other awesome shows here at the Land of Ash. So guys, I'll talk to you next week. See you guys next time. 
it's time for me to eat food, as you can hear. My brain's starting to reach. I've lost my wide awake waking up from the slumbers of sleep and getting here and have all the best ideas possible to bitch and moan to you guys. I like doing this in the morning because it really gets me woken up to grip through this horrible shit of my existence in my mind when I want to just be sitting there in a bubble watching television and playing video games. But I'm here. To do all the work. You can't get away from life, guys. So, anyways, enjoy. Have a good week. God bless us, everyone. Tiny Tim in Tim Curry. God bless us, everyone. Tim Curry. My name is George W. Bush, and today I would like to talk to you about One vs. One exclusively on Structure Gaming. One vs. One is a show that features Phil the Issues Guy and John Cosplay Riley from Chase Down Studios, and it's great. I watch it while eating HDs, sort of call hot dogs. Stay tuned. And also, shout out to that guy, Quicksilver, from Structure Gaming. Thank you very much. Get ready to get your nerd on. Kick the week off right with games, gadgets, and general geekery from the ladies of the Electric Sisterhood. On Tuesdays, get your pop culture news and reviews with a pure Bostonian perspective on the Boston Bastard Brigade. Geek Agro is coming at you on Wednesdays to fill what's left of your cerebral cortex with the hottest beats to get you on your feet. Then on Thursdays, you have me, Phil the Issues Guy, presenting the Live Issues Program. It's going down each week only in the land of Ash, nerdcore at its finest.